With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who's going first? I've been living in a, in a brewery since this whole thing started. I haven't been out until now. I mean, I, I don't do this kind of thing. Me neither. Sorry, Morgan. You made it this long without us. Think you got this. Hey. hey you can't just turn around and walk away. Sure we can. You did. What are you talking about? The bridge. We knew it wasn't out. You said you're going to help your friends, but guess we're not the only ones pretending to be something we're not. Hey! Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. You just see me. Hi, I'm Kim. And Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 121. Yes. With no Stuart. No Stuart. We Which just means keep switching it up. Yeah, you know, it means we're going to have technical difficulties tonight. You know it. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to jinx us. <laughs> oh, we've been jinxed since the beginning. What are you talking about? Yeah, so Stuart is on a jet plane right now coming back from Texas from a business meeting. And so we're flying solo. Gosh, look at all those jet references. <laughs> <laughs> That's just lame. Um, yeah, so we're going to miss Stuart here tonight, um, but we'll try to uh, at least do justice without him, mm. um, without his lame comments and funny jokes and funny jokes. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to miss the kid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what are you drinking tonight, Scott? Well, Kim, I decided not to drink tonight. What? Because there was Why? so much beer in this episode. <laughs> there is never enough beer. You I know. Have to I drink lied. Something. I lied. I'm okay, drinking. good. Yes, yes. Um, I had to bring back out one I've had before, but they bring it out once a year from my friends over at Noda Brewery. It's their True Grit Southeastern India Pale Ale. Oh, good. I'm glad you got a pale ale. Yes, it is delicious. Yes, good. it's made with grits. Oh, that's right. I remember that one. Yep. That is a good one. Yeah, it is a very good one. Um, so I... They came out with it again recently, so I snagged some up, and here I am having it tonight, and it's delicious. What about you, Kimmy? Well, I got another uh, beer in the Georgia Aquarium series of beers. Okay. We just released another one. This is from Red Brick Brewing Company. It's the Whale Shark Wheat. Really? Okay. Yeah. Here, look at the can. That can is beautiful. 
we'll have to beautiful. definitely get a picture of that on on the uh, on this website. So yeah, so you got the uh, the uh, Georgia Aquarium logo on there and everything looks good. Yeah, so it supports research and conservation, and it's actually a really good beer. I like it. I'm not. I don't usually like wheat beers, mm-hmm. but this one almost tastes almost like an IPA. Really? Hmm. Yeah, it's really good. It's pretty uh, carbonated though, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, wheat beers are not. I mean, I'm not a fan of wheat beers, um, but mainly because they're they're over carbonated for me. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, the taste isn't terrible. Just too bubbly. But it's good. I like it. All right, so. Tonight, we're going to cover Fear the Walking Dead, Season 4, Episode 11, The Code. The Code. The Code. So, right away, Stuart noticed that Sarah was from Mad TV. Mad TV. Okay. okay. Did you know that? Mo no. Collins? Mm-mm. I don't think Go I've seen Mad TV in how many years? <laughs> Probably like... 15, 20 years? Yes, exactly. Is that when it went off the air? I think so. So she was on yeah. that? She was on that. Must have and been pretty she was young. In, yeah, she was. And she was in um, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh, okay. A bunch of other movies. Uh-huh. I, knew, I mean, I've seen her face quite before. Quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, yeah, I definitely had seen her before. I've seen I did both not of recognize those her at all. I've well, seen who, both of those actors before. Now, what has he been on? Uh, His face is familiar. He's been on a lot of different things, I think bit parts and so forth i wasn't sure if he was just a comedian or if he no, was an I think, actor i think he's been on some stuff okay so what did you think of the episode well kim <laughs> this is gonna be deep well i gotta start out with one thing i gotta start out with one thing right off the bat and i hope i don't offend anybody by saying this Uh-oh. but i don't see somebody in a wheelchair surviving in the walking dead world Oh, no. I know. Uh, I agree. I'm sorry. I mean, with all the, the people we've seen get wiped out along the way during these shows and all. I mean, don't get me wrong. If he had been, if if this was a guy that was in a community, surviving with other people and so forth. I You know, I don't want to make it sound like he has to have people and so forth, blah, blah, blah. But the, the fact is, this guy is a trucker who's moving around a nomad. Um, uh makes it really hard for me to believe you can survive in that world from what sarah and um what is his name uh, um, wendell wendell thank you just escaped me sarah and wendell and jimbo it sounds like none of them have really been out there into the world and have had to fight anybody if they're not willing to save morgan's life so but they have said that they are except for jimbo right so, like, Jim, I could understand if he's been holed up in the brewery the right. whole time, but the other two have been out and about and, you know, around the country. So how have they avoided I don't know. I, any I, sort I of confrontations? I, yeah, I thought the—sadly, I, I thought the characters were pretty lame. Um, I mean, I liked them at first, um, and the, but I had a feeling for some reason that something bad was going to happen with these two. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just— this episode to me was just too confusing. There were too many things that just conveniently happened. I mean, really, Morgan slept in a truck from Texas to Mississippi without waking up. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Are you I was kidding thinking, God, me? he must have been really tired. No, that is the dumbest. I mean, come on. We've seen some pretty dumb stretches on the Walking Dead stuff before, but that was lame. I mean, even yeah. when I even when I I watched it. Um, the second time I'm thinking, 
they're really not trying to tell us that he slept in that truck all the way 400 miles. Really? And, and well, they were. And I thought that was just so stupid. You know, it's funny. I had one opinion coming in to the recording tonight, and now you've just talking to you have kind of changed that opinion. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'll even no. say, you know, I, I got to even rip on Jimbo. What the hell is this guy running around with a hood on like that? I mean, so they were trying to get his his formulas for or his recipes for beer. Right. So they tie him up and put a hood on him and send him out there with the walkers. Well, no, I think he escaped. Well, even then, even then, now, what did they? I don't know. I just thought. The, I'm sorry. I just thought the whole premise was so lame. It really was. I and you know. I but yet again, there were. You know, thank God Lenny James is in the episode because he he. You know, I'll always enjoy watching what he's doing, but I certainly did not expect that I would watch a Lenny Lenny James episode and think to myself, "Wow, that really was not necessary." Um, I I agree with you, and. Even some of the decisions that Morgan made. Yeah. I don't believe those were decisions that Morgan would have made. No, no, they were dumb. They were stepping back. Yeah. They were, they, his character wasn't going forward. It was going backwards again. Yes. Oh, I agree. No, it, I agree. No, was... Well, so I came into this thinking, it was a pretty good episode. It was all right. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, this is really a lame episode. <laughs> I mean, it had, it had its, it had its good points. Yes. But... And, and even Wendell and Sarah, like, I kind of liked them at first, but then right. you kind of see that, one, the acting at parts was not all that good. The right. interaction between the two characters was not very fluid. They didn't seem to mesh very well. No. And then when Jim came into the picture, that was amplified by three now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the three of them just, I don't know, there wasn't some, there was no chemistry, I guess, between the three of them. And the writing, or maybe it was just the delivery. I don't know. Something was just off with them. Well, let me ask you this, Kim. Do we need three more characters right now? I mean, for me, I would have expected us to, to have Morgan hold up. The next day he gets up and he goes to, in search of Alicia. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole thing of being dragged off to Mississippi seems completely unnecessary. I agree. Um, it seemed like a way to stretch out the story a little bit right. longer just to get us to the finale at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just... I don't this see is these like characters lasting. I don't, think I, don't the, I don't think these characters last. Jimbo may, just because they may want to have a beer guy around. But the, <laughs> the other two are not going to make it. And they're not going to be regulars on the show for very long, I can't imagine. Well, the irony would be that Wendell actually does make it all the way through <laughs> to somehow end up in Alexandria and join right. the group and become like a, a winning person, like, you know, somebody who's yeah. really contributing. Right, right. But, You're talking um, about Professor X? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I... Uh, I don't think Wendell's going to be Professor X. I don't think any of them are going to be around for like... They're not gonna. They're not gonna last this season. I can tell you that. Yeah, I don't find their story very compelling, to tell you the truth. Um, well, it was compelling until they became assholes. Yeah, like I right, like right, the right. storyline of mm-hmm. them being 
truckers who have this storehouse of goods this benevolent that they are then attitude yeah. and so forth i agree i agree that they're leaving that out probably for would have been a little bit better i agree um but them to you know to turn out to be total assholes i mean i let me put it this way even up until the point when they were on the bridge and morgan was on the car i still felt like there was a part of them that might still be decent people mm-hmm but when they just cold-heartedly left him behind... Now, don't get me wrong. I think part of it was that they were they looked down on, on Morgan a little bit because he abandoned his people, which, again, like you said, I don't see where that came from. Right. Um, that was a lame uh, take on Morgan. But, uh, but still, just, you know, they're kind of like, nah, sorry, you know, you've gotten yourself out of stuff. You'll get yourself out of this. And then leave out. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty cold. Yeah, and thank you know. God he got himself out of it. Right, exactly. Well, who who would have not thought Morgan was going to get out of it? All right. I will say Lenny James's acting I thought was brilliant in this episode. Except um, when he couldn't climb the hill. Well, fuck, I couldn't climb that hill either. Oh, come on. Give me no a break. Way. With your hands tied behind your back yes. and you got people chasing you? No, yes. you would yes. not. You'd fall flat on your face. no. No, no. <laughs> he had, I even, I, even when he jumped on the car, he was standing right next to to an area which was almost flatter that he could run up to the top. Instead, he jumps on the hood of the car. Oh well, okay, fine. But he probably did that in the heat of the moment. Like I have a right. hill in my backyard. There's no way I could get my butt up that hill. That like hill, that. the hill you have in your backyard is like ten times taller than that thing. <laughs> don't even try it. And covered in leaves. <laughs> Give me a break. I don't want to hear it. Well, okay. Nonetheless, I think the when they left him and he's on the top of the car mm-hmm. and he's like, "Come on!" Like the, his voice cracked a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. what? Like where are you going? Like he can't believe that they're actually doing this. <laughs> that I thought was really good and convincing. Mm-hmm. And then of course there's the toilet scene. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought I thought um, his uh, his scene with Wendell when they're discussing why people like to use the handicapped bathroom was classic. Um, yes. <laughs> that was a great conversation. Um, <laughs> because it's like a little apartment. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but um, And it's true. But, but, but man, it just went kind of went downhill. And, and all, the other thing I kept thinking is, I, you know, when he was going shopping in there, I'm just like, there is no way that that place stays unlooted. Oh, I thought the same thing. I mean, he's got a whole stack of, you know, he's going along. It's one thing to see like bottled water and all, but he's got a, they got stacks of radios in there and stacks of batteries and and things like that. And I'm thinking, no, no. Even if those two were guarding it for whatever reason, they would have been raided a long time ago for all that stuff in there. And then, you know, and, and three trucks of supplies. Yeah. I mean, you know, it wasn't just their one truck. Okay. So I have like a ton of questions. So. Let's focus on uh, let's focus on Morgan for a second. Okay. So what did you? I mean, okay. So how do I word this? Do you think he would have abandoned his friends like that? Absolutely not. So Absolutely why do you not. think he did that? I think it was bad writing. I think for some reason they want to bring Psycho Morgan's back in there a little bit. I don't think he's coming back to stay, but. You know, Morgan getting on the bridge and all of a sudden he starts hearing voices and stuff and he's scared. Morgan hadn't mm-hmm. been scared of shit. I mean, give me a break. That's not, <laughs> that is not a problem that Morgan has, is being scared of things. He has convictions, 
about doing things and so forth like that. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't get scared. I mean, yeah. come on, give me a break. And and not only that, he just spent so much time trying to convince these people to come with him to Alexandria. He was chasing Alicia, trying to help her in a hurricane. And then all of a sudden, he's too scared to go back. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I didn't buy that at all. At all. I thought it was a yeah. terrible, terrible move by the writers to do that to him. Because, I mean, the one thing I like about Morgan on this show is that, you know, we get to see Morgan be the, um, you know, the loner and so forth to start this out. And we're st- and then we start to see progress of him needing people again. And he starts recognizing that is progress. And he starts recognizing how Rick was right in the front. And then he's he's like, I need to make sure he knows that. And then all of a sudden, when a little diversity comes up, he abandons ship on that conviction? Yep. No, 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 no. Bad, bad, bad move. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's not convincing that last episode, he understands that he needs people. And then all of a sudden, like, he needs Alexandria, but he doesn't need the Texans now? Like, I, I didn't understand that either. No. And actually, when he made that decision at the bridge, first of all, I didn't think that the voices he was hearing were because of Crazy Town Morgan coming back. I thought it was just like memories, just normal memories of things going through his head. And also, I couldn't really understand what they were saying. But there were voices, and usually my memories aren't voices that I hear out loud and react to. Okay, I do. (laughs) Well, so... Kim, Next time you're together that's, with me. We'll have to take that up on another show. Yeah, um, seriously. Maybe we'll, have, maybe we'll just have a whole show called Getting Into Kim's Head. You don't want to go there. Follow the voices with Kim. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> but it did seem like it was June and John's voices, right? Even then. Even then. It just, to me, it was, because it was, that's what Morgan does. He hears voices. Mm-hmm. He starts he starts reacting to voices around him. He starts jumping around and looking around, you know. I mean, well, when, he, when he left out, out of Alexandria, man, that's all he was doing was hearing voices in his head all the time. That's true. He was. He and, was. Yeah. I, but they were, they were clearer voices, too. They were. They were. These just seemed like a jumbled mix of memories that were just kind of flooding back into his head. And that were scaring him. And what I'm thinking is he didn't move forward because he was scared of the possibility that they were dead. That he would never find them again because of the hurricane. I still don't see Morgan. Morgan has, if there's anything Morgan does, is he is determined to do things. Mm-hmm. When he sets his mind to do something, he does it. Okay. That's to a failing. That's what Morgan does. If Morgan really, you know, it, it, the Morgan we know who has who thinks he has to go back and help his friends is not going to show that doubt like that. Well, exactly. The Morgan that we know is more worried about people than situations or things or whatever. Right. So, if he has a feeling that somebody is in need or is in or hurt or in some way incapacitated, he's the person that we can depend on to go and help that person right. and to get them out of that situation. And for him, to just abandon all hope like he did at that bridge. Right. I mean, it was literally like the crossroads. Mm-hmm. And he chose the wrong road. Right. So, but the other interesting is, thing is that the um, 
Wendell and Sarah understood that the bridge was not gone, had not yeah. washed out. Right. Right. And interpreted that as the fact as like an idea that he is not a whole person or not a worthy person. Yeah. And therefore they can be an asshole to him. Because at first they were pretty right. good. Like so if he had not if he had crossed that bridge, we probably would have never seen them again, right? Is that Could what we be. should understand? Could be. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. So because of his decision, mm -hmm. they then become pretty much his worst nightmare. And, and, you know, and I mean, I'm not jumping ahead to this, but everything about these people was very confusing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, the whole truck stop, the whole everything, you know, they knew some of the stuff about it, but they didn't know other things about it. And, you know, it just was very, very confusing. And if they picked up this truck on the road, right, they took, they... They took over the truckers, or they kicked the trucker out somewhere on the road. They came upon this thing, too. So mm -hmm. uh, they wouldn't have known anything about it either. But Well, they did say they got his journal. Right, right. So maybe all of this information is written down in the journal. Possibly. And they just possibly. followed mm -hmm. those directions. Yeah. That's well, what that's, I'm... That's possible. I mean, that's the only explanation I could think of for them to suddenly come upon this storehouse mm -hmm. of goods plus three trucks when they only took one truck right and then i still was confused what exactly were they trying to do why would you know if they have the truck stop set up there and they got all the goodies there and everything why would they leave yeah that's a good point what was uh, their mission yeah i mean why you know they have their truck all packed up they grabbed they grabbed beer boy um what was their plan i guess just hang around there and so forth or well, what I'm wondering is, since they did have Jim, mm -hmm. and apparently Sarah liked beer so much, she sought him out, right, right, to yep. visit his brewery, yep. um, and then kidnapped him for the recipe and everything. Mm -hmm. He escaped, so Morgan probably came across them in their, what's the word I'm looking for? When they were trying to find Jim, I guess. Yeah. You know? All right. Their search for Jim. That's so what let, me, let me ask you this. I got one question. Is uh is Jim the first hipster on the show? <laughs> <laughs> on fear, maybe. I mean, the first words out of his mouth is, "How long does it take you to get to me?" You know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I would have been like, "Fuck you, asshole." Well, Morgan just about was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I was just like, "Oh my god, this guy." Okay, here we go. That's a that's a hipster stuck in yes. his own head. Yes. Um, yeah. Um. I mean, don't you think that Ennis and those guys were kind of hipsters? They maybe. I don't know what they were. I thought they were the they were the they were kind of psychotic. I don't know. I don't know what you would call them. I I never did quite understand what the vultures were all about. Period. Yeah. I mean, we never really got an explanation. They just kind of hang around until stuff collapses. Yet they. They tried to instigate stuff, or and then they ran away. <laughs> I mean, what? I don't want to go back into the vultures. That was that was that was a long time ago. Yeah, and these guys, these this new group, kind of seems like the opposite. Like they're gonna take. They have no, um, they have no experience or like real world experience, you know, in this situation, and so they're just gonna take what they, whatever they can get, but see, that's without the having to work for it. But that's the thing I don't understand is because they do seem like, or, or the way they talk is they do have real world experience. That they have been moving around, that they've been dealing with this stuff. 
and so mm-hmm. forth. They've not been in isolation. They're talking about that they've been trucking. <laughs> and, you know, Jim Jim has been going. isolated, but they, they haven't been. Yeah, and and even the um, the wheelchair is all decked out. Like, you saw, mm-hmm. you saw the shields oh, yeah, yeah. over his legs, and he's yeah. got... Um, the knives attached to those shields. Oh, it's all, it's, yeah, it's it's uh, Captain America's wheelchair. He's exactly. got it all set up. No He's doubt. got it rigged out. Mm-hmm. But I guess he hasn't really had to put it to the test. I guess not. Very much. Know. So. Well, maybe uh, he has. I mean, I kind of got the feeling that they were trying to, the writers are trying to play them off as people who have dealt with things. Mm-hmm. They have, they're, they are grifters. They're kind of moving around, taking advantage of things when they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it for Wendell. I don't see right. how that how you can get that to work. Um, right. But uh, and 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 uh, what's her name? Um, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah was fine. I thought Sarah was was good. I actually liked Sarah when she was just sticking with the smart ass uh, nicknames and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Bad Sarah. Not so interested. Um, mm-hmm didn't didn't she her humor got lost there which is a shame because she had a really good humor yeah it did get lost yeah it would have been fun to have her her smart ass being around a little bit because i'd love to seen her and and al converse but don't you think we will see that um maybe maybe not i mean i'm i'm hoping we are i'd like to see her and june as well but why would um let me put it this way when they go back to Texas and to and and let's say Morgan does find everybody, why would Morgan be compelled to take them with him to Virginia? I don't know. I've been wondering the same exact thing, especially no after reason. he's already. I can see him using them as to get to Texas. Yeah, but why would you take him any further? Well, I'm kind of hoping they get. This is really bad of me to say, but I'm kind of hoping they get separated or maybe killed off in Texas and there's no reason for them to go back to Virginia. Right. But right. I, I, Morgan, Morgan's trying to be the nice guy again, and he's trying to be the peacemaker again and saying, okay, I'm going to turn the other cheek and you screwed up. You did me wrong, but I'm still going to do you a good one. But isn't Morgan's conviction, wasn't his conviction when he was talking to them in protecting Alexandria from these idiots? Yes. Why yes. why would that change? I mean, what 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 happened in this whole situation that made Morgan change to where he would risk you know, Alexandria being exposed to these two idiots? I don't know. I don't know. That's a head scratcher. I mean, I get it. I get it from the standpoint of of getting a ride back to Texas, even though, you know, he has his own car. I don't know why he needs a truck to get back to Texas. But, you know, well, I Well, the street was, was blocked off. Nah. He, he, yeah. Well, it wouldn't have made a difference. The truck wasn't going to make it either. Well, that's true. Well, if there's more of them, they can move that tree, though. Yeah, yeah, but... Or it, tow the tree away. Which is still easier to do when you got a car to get around it and stuff. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I, I can see him trying to use them to get to Texas. But why why there would be any thought of being able to take any of those... I, I can see bringing Beer Boy because, hey, you know, we can have a little brewery in Alexandria. That would be really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, Sh- Michonne could open up a bar. You see her <laughs> as a barmaid and a bouncer. Um, 
<laughs> but you know, I, I don't know. I the, this whole episode left me really just kind of scratching my head on mm-hmm. it. It it let me it left me feeling that for some reason they all of a sudden forgot how to create pretty good characters hmm. for this episode. You know, they've done a really good job with with Al and John and and uh, Naomi June, whatever her name is. And so forth. Those characters are great. I really enjoy them. These two just seem so comical and lame and and cardboard. Well, I, I do find it interesting that they chose two comedians mm-hmm. to play these characters. Why do you think they did that? Like, do you think they were trying to put humor into it and they failed miserably? Um, or were they trying to hope or were they hoping that these characters would be more serious? Well, I think they were probably hoping that they're 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 being so chuckalicious that it might offset some of the uh, ugliness about the characters, but yeah, no, it just made made them. Well, you know, I take. I'm going to step back. It it almost. I will say this. Maybe their thinking is is that it makes them even darker. Hmm. Is that they That's use humor, but they're actually some pretty broken people. I don't That's know. It's a very interesting point of view. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll have to see over the next couple of episodes. I'd gather. Um, cause looking at the previews and all, it looks like we will be seeing Morgan in the next episode too. So it won't right, be a complete right, right. standalone type thing. But didn't, did you enjoy the humor that they brought to it? Like the oh, idea yes, that they're yes. twins, like yes. that's pretty funny. Yes. And even absolutely. Morgan was kind of like, huh, what you talking about? Yeah. And no, I thought the lines were, were, I thought the lines were hilarious, but, but the characters just didn't make any sense to me. They kind of failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, they came out flat. Yeah. Exactly. So, Jim, though, I'm still, I'm still wondering about old Jimmy, because Morgan even says when he starts talking about the bartering system and how they mm-hmm. should create one if they don't have one, and he's like, "You're as worse as you're as bad as those guys are." Right. And it's like, okay, does he really want to bring that guy back to Alexandria either? Like. He turns his back on Morgan probably just because the other two have already done it and he's got to get a ride with them because he's right. in cahoots with them now. Right. If they weren't around, who knows what he would have done for Morgan to save him. Right. So it's kind of like yeah, Jim, we Jim don't know is, what kind of person he is yet. Yeah, Jim Jim definitely, um, I don't think we've seen enough of Jim yet. He's he's definitely a uh, um, little self-centered. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, thinks of his, his self, self-worth in the world is a little bit higher than he, than he, or than reality. And, yeah. uh, um, you know, well, he, he almost portrays him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, right. And he, he portrays himself as an artist and, yeah. you know, everybody should, should genuflect to his art. And yeah. now, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm quite thrilled to have a brewer on the episode on the show. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, that's pretty exciting. When <laughs> us, he starts definitely. going into the beer thing, Stuart yes. and I both looked at each other like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" I died laughing when when uh, when Morgan looked at him real strange, and he was like, "He's like, oh yeah, you smell that?" Morgan's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Well, it was a completely aromatic IPA, double IPA, <laughs> double IPA, yeah, <laughs> that they threw me into the so, summer." Uh, yep. Exactly. That. Yeah, the summer brew or whatever. Anyway, yeah. and I did love. Uh, I loved Morgan's uh, question. He says, "Why are you brewing the beer?" 
why are no you not around. brewing the beer? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, where is all that beer that he has brewed? Well, he, they got left behind. Unfortunately, yeah. whoever finds that warehouse, oh, I know. Lord have mercy. Exactly, but they better Parte. get to it quick because beer can age, and when the beer ages, it gets nasty. Yeah, it's not like wine. No, no. So anybody out there who's trying to find that brewery, get there quick, please. It's evidently in Texas somewhere. It no, maybe Mississippi, or maybe Mississippi. Louisiana. Yeah, true. My true. goodness, we don't know. We don't know. But it did about tear my heart out when Sarah starts unloading the truck and she's just throwing stuff, yeah. the brewery stuff, out of the truck and then that coil. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Like, he's not going to be making any beer anytime soon. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? Yeah, I think it broke his heart even more. <laughs> of course. Now, no, no, come on. But that whole thing of knocking Norm, or uh, Morgan down the hill, really? Oh, God. God. That was so lame. That was very stupid. Oh, very no, I'm stupid. not losing this. Well, first of all, I wanted to be like Morgan. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. You're just going to stand at the edge of a little cliff there with the possibility. Like, I'm always thinking about that. When I'm hiking in something and there's a cliff, I always think about where other people are around me. And he wouldn't think about something like that? Not at all. Not at all. Stupid. Yeah. It was very lame. This was, this was not the, uh, the Morgan I expect. The knobby need Morgan that we all have come to love. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, why don't we take a break? And then when we come back, we will jump back into the episode. Every time it comes around, it always takes me back to when I had a fake ID and a little nurse stash. Hit a roll, so cold pop, two, four, up, pop, pop, top, twist, stop, double, I cold shot, beer. Okay, we're back. Last time we left Morgan, he was stuck on a SUV's top with being surrounded by all those walkers at the bottom of that, uh, the bottom of the bridge, um, which was kind of humorous and how that all ended up. And our, our, our new buddies all split and left him behind, right? Yeah, and, big time. And then Morgan spends the evening trying to reason with them and, and gets real with himself and says what a coward he is for what he did. And so forth. It, it, even that got a little sappy for me. I mean, it was like, you know, don't come back for me, but come back and get me so that I can make things better for others or some such thing. And I'm kind of like, oh, come on. Really? Yeah. yeah that was, yeah. I anyway. didn't buy that either. Or the fact that they would actually come back for that reason. Right. <laughs> but they didn't. So, you know, they didn't come back for anything. So, uh, so he has to elicit his own escape. And... Which I also didn't buy. Yeah, well, he just jumped <laughs> over him, which he could have done any time. Well, first he loses his shoe, mm -hmm. which means his grip is not going to be as good on the top of the car. Well, true. Because he's going to be slipping and sliding all over the place. Yep. And then we're supposed to believe that he jumped over their heads to the hillside. Mm -hmm. That I could believe. I, could, I thought of that from the beginning. I was like, why don't you just jump over him? 
It's not like there was anything more than they were just around the truck there. They're not fast, folks. This is true, but it was a slope. He could have fallen down, which he did. Yes, and he could have gotten up and run away. He didn't have to run up the hill. He could have run down the beach the other way. Whatever. Well, that's a good point, too. Why did he never do that? Why didn't he just keep running? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, because it wouldn't have been good cinema. Um, Yes. Yes. So, uh, anyway, Morgan makes his escape. He gets his street sign and becomes kung fu fighter with that thing. (laughs) And then goes on the, uh, what what I think we're supposed to portray is the 50-mile hike through yeah. mud and and wind. And <laughs> I was, I was expect, expecting to see some snow start flying. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Morgan. Oh. So, um, so he ends up catching up with them because they went ahead and realized that there was no exit that he was talking about that would take them to Alexandria. Hey, do you, you notice one other thing, too? Um, when Morgan, I, I just want to drop back to this real quick. When Morgan was in the gas station and he was looking at the map, they still didn't show us where Alexandria is. No, I did notice that. They they went yeah. most of the way up there, but then they it went. his finger went off camera to show where Alexandria was. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting. It was also interesting that they showed in Texas their location to be near Waco. Right. So mm-hmm. now we have an understanding of where they're at. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that was cool. So, um, so yeah, they're suitably pissed that uh, that Morgan's directions that he gave them were bogus, and uh, yeah. So Morgan is back to having the upper hand, and curiously, for whatever reason, decides to work with them. Um, you know, still not sure what that was about, other than maybe trying to get back to Texas, but still, even that just kind of. Makes me scratch my head. So now they are back in the, going to be back in the truck, I guess, and making their way back to Texas to pick up the gang. Yeah. Well, so the interesting, the interesting underlying message to this entire episode, which plays in heavily to the ending part of it, is the idea of hope and not losing hope, which Morgan has done many times over his course of, being on The Walking Dead and Fear. And and it seems to play out quite a bit in this episode where he has lost hope that, one, he'll find his friends back in Texas alive or find them at all. Um, two, he doesn't think he's going to... He doesn't have hope to get off that roof, and then he overcomes that. And then, three, he loses hope in humanity when he sees the way the twins... That's what I call them, the twins. Mm-hmm. The twins and Jim have done him wrong, basically. And then he regains that hope when he keeps seeing signs of the box that this mysterious man has been leaving at all of the mile markers that end with four. Especially since the one box saved him with the pocket That's what I was getting at. Yeah, Yeah. when he jumped off the the roof and he just just happens to look around and, hey, there's the box and, oh, there's (laughs) there's a knife on the ground that I can make my way over to and cut my hands loose. So over and over again, there's the loss of hope and then the regaining of hope. Um, And even when (laughs) there's so many, so many examples in this episode of when he took Jim and said he was going to take him to Alexandria. And there's a couple of people who are going to help him get there and they get there. And then Jim's like, no, these are the people who kidnapped me. Oh, my God. So um, 
anyways, I just think it's interesting that now that they're in the truck together and they're going back to Texas, Morgan has now switched their thinking, their way of thinking, and they're helping with putting the boxes out. Well, I think they're doing it because they have to. He has the upper hand again. He, they don't know. They are. They really want to get to Virginia, but they don't know how, and they don't know where it is in Virginia. And so he's he's got the upper hand again. But why are they so adamant to get to Virginia? Do they really want a place to call their own and no, to I think belong they, to, think it's or do they place. want to grift? They want to grift. I think they they look at it as another place where they can get what they need. But and if that's the case, why would Morgan take them to a place well, like that? Well, not only that, not only that. I, I'm assuming you must be planning on getting rid of Morgan before you get there because right. as soon as you get there, Morgan's going to blow your cover. Right. What grifting and you're gonna can have you all do? These other, you're going to have all these other people that you're now picking up in Texas that are coming along with you. Now, Jimbo, Jimbo's just looking for a, a place to make some money. Right. Um, yeah, that's understandable. He's just looking to take adv- advantage of that situation, and I can see that. that I, mm-hmm. Hey, if I had a skill like that that I thought I could use as a marketable piece to everybody and you know and he's got the viewpoint that uh that it's a central uh component to a society i'm gonna look for the best society i could find yeah yeah to set up shop and uh so i totally get his character in that respect yeah i do too but um yeah i don't i don't know where we're going with with the bobsy twins um i guess we'll (laughs) we'll find out at some point about that um who knows? Who knows? I, I I can't imagine Morgan wouldn't wouldn't give him up as soon as he f- runs into the rest of his friends. I just think that they fell into that line of thinking way too easily. Mm-hmm. Like Morgan's all of a sudden throwing his weight around when Wendell says, "We're gonna go pick up your friends," and then we're getting right back on the road and heading straight to Virginia. And Morgan's like, "No, we're gonna make a few stops along the way." And everybody's participating. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> they, even I, made, they even made sure to show Wendell putting out a box. I, I like, know. Oh, come on. I just don't buy that at all. No. But then the I mysterious... I did like Jimbo putting the beer in the box, though. That was a good touch. Yeah. That, that actually made me have hope for him. Right. I agree. I yeah. agree. But then this mysterious lady. Yeah. What is that about? So she's the woman that we heard at the beginning of the episode, too, right? I'm assuming so That's on the radio. That's what we're assuming. And it, 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 that was one of the more confusing components to the whole thing for me, is, mm-hmm. is what, what exactly is going on with the people in the trucks? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, so we're led to believe that someone was actually doing that for a good reason, to help people, and then these two clowns came along and took their truck and took over you know put themselves in a position to look like that they were the ones doing it um but then at the end we get bitch slapped with uh that there was actually some weirdo that's been running this thing or something but has she i don't know i don't know i mean we they said it was a guy that they stole the truck from right that's what i'm saying it's like a network of things and and she looks like she has that guy now right as a walker um so how did she know like when morgan got to the truck stop in the first place the flip and flop how did she know he was there because she's on the radio right away i think because they turn on he turned on the power there may have been some reason that it shows that they're there when he flipped the switch 
Hmm. Maybe. Because, all, because the radio was activated at that point, too. Okay. So, that could be I why. I could go along with that, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that makes a lot of sense, but it's... I think that's what they were trying to tell us. Huh. Because you could kind of hear the radio come on in the background a little bit when he flipped the power switch. Yeah. Of course, they yeah. were banking on the fact that he just happened to look over at the coffee maker and see that tiny red light was on to know that there was power there. Yes. Another <laughs> nice, convenient piece to this story. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which I thought was actually kind of cute. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I would think though if you're leaving if you're leaving this stuff for people and you're and you're leaving these boxes all over the place, you might leave a sign on the light switch to say, Yes, we have power. Flip the switch. <laughs> Just be be careful and make sure you turn it off before you leave. Right. Right. That's very important. And the water. And the water. Yep. But yeah, I'm I'm very curious about this lady and why she has what we assume is the truck driver basically skewered to the wall and is now writing on his face like why does she need to write on his face what does that mean mm. she, looked pretty, she looked pretty messed up that's for sure she did she did she's scary looking yep so i'm excited to see what happens next week yeah yeah i will say i i am too um i'm also excited to get some of our other players back in the story again yeah i am looking forward to seeing what al and june are going to be up to yeah. Looks like somebody may be taking joyriding in June's ve- or, uh, Al's vehicle. Oh, right. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't think there's anything else to cover in this story. No. What do you think, Kim? I think we got it all. All right. Um, let's go ahead and get, why don't you give me your hit Okay. for this episode? So my hit is basically the truck stop and all of the amenities of home that Morgan got to experience from making his first cup of coffee in how many years out of a real coffee pot to being able to use an actual toilet and enjoying himself for a minute. And then it made me laugh because I was like, (laughs) it's just like a mom situation where nobody can leave you alone when you're on the toilet (laughs) and everybody has to be there up in your business. Wanting to know what's going on. <laughs> I know. And it's hilarious, too, because here's a guy that obviously could be a, a trouble for him. And Morgan still says, can you give me a minute? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the guy's like, okay. <laughs> oh, God. That was good. That but was I, very I, good. Morgan reading the newspaper or the magazine on the toilet. Yes. Like, what was that? Just... Uh, miniature dog digest or something yes. like that? Yes. Yes. And just Toy being dog. able, yeah, just being able to like go shopping, do like the normal things that you would do before the ZA ever happened. Mm-hmm. And you could see his face light up. And especially when he drank that cup of coffee, man, that must have been the most amazing moment of his entire life. <laughs> right. Consider not having that cup of coffee first thing in the morning. Stuart brings me a cup of coffee every morning in bed. And he was out of town today, and I did not have that cup of coffee. And it really just threw me off. You were very cranky today. It was all out of whack. Yeah. So. You know, it's funny when you mentioned that about Morgan going shopping in there and so forth. That was the other thing that kind of confused me, too, is that, you know, after he, Wendell burst in on him with the shotgun, Wendell's talking to him, and Wendell's acting like, you know, who told you you could take all this stuff? 
right. Good Even point. though there's like signs all over the place says, you know, take what you need, leave the rest, you know, all that kind of stuff. What the hell do you think's going on in there? Yes. Yes. You know, it's like I they, it, it, I don't know. That was, that whole storyline was so confusing. And the interchange between Wendell and Morgan when he was like, you talked to somebody on the radio? Yeah, I talked to someone on the radio. You talked to someone on the radio? Right. Yeah, I talked to, I'm like, oh my God, you sound like my freaking nine-year-old. That's Shut right. up. Let's say we move on. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Mm. Um, so. My hit was Jim's passionate speech about beer. <laughs> I, well, the history, history is built by beer. The staff of life. Uh, the staff of life. I love that. Uh, I loved his That's speech. Good. I thought it was hilarious, and uh, and it it spoke to me. It spoke to me, me Kim. Too. It I reached it into my soul and embraced it. Yes, yes. It was like they were listening to our podcast and knew exactly who they were talking to. The Etruscans, Kim. <laughs> they had it. They had beer. The Chinese. They had beer. The Egyptians. They all had beer. Yes. It saved humanity. It did. It did. It brought people. It stopped the nomads. It made them stop. It made them farm. It did. And it also provided a safe thing to drink. It was When it was water safe. was not good. Exactly. Vitamin And provided filled. calories. And vitamin filled. Yes, totally. Exactly. Yeah, so anyway, that was my hit. I enjoyed Jim's passionate speech about beer. I think that was one of the best speeches of the entire series. Yep. Yeah. I think I'm. You're tearing up. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Move on. You talk about your miss right now, okay? Uh, okay, fine. So, my miss. I mean, we've pretty much talked about it in a roundabout way, but that is that a lot of this stuff that happened in this episode was just not believable. Mm-hmm. It just. And Morgan's decision to not cross that bridge really bothered me because that's not who Morgan is. And I don't think that he would leave his friends just high and dry like that. Now, on the other hand, he is, what, 400 miles away? Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah. That's a long-ass walk back to Texas to check on somebody who might not be there. So if yeah, that's the case, But he I wasn't doing it. it. He wasn't stopping because he was tired. I know, Or it was I a know. daunting task. He was doing it because he got scared. I know. So. I know. But in, like in the back of your head, you got to be like, damn, I am a lot closer to where I wanted to go. I mean, are and you I got to go all the way back. He's already walked from Virginia to Texas. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, I would not believe that he would not move forward to find out what happened to his friends. Yes. I and then that on top of everything else that we've already talked about, it's just, it was kind of disappointing to see all of the... Um, to see the stuff that didn't make sense. Right. Right. Exactly. So inaccuracies and everything. Yep. Yep. I agree. So what about you? Um, my miss, uh, we've we've harped about it quite a bit, is uh, Wendell in the wheelchair. And I don't want listeners getting pissed off at me saying, well, handicapped people, you're saying handicapped people can't make it in the Walking Dead universe? Well, I hate to say it, it's a rough world out there. <laughs> and it doesn't look like a real, a real good situation to be caught in. Um, and, and I, it just, uh, no, I can't, like I said, if the guy had been in, in a community and he was part of more of a support base, um, with a bunch of other people, um, then I could see that, but, you know, not trucking along in the outback out there, you know, dealing with every, every, uh, every crazy 
knucklehead that they run into in the Walking Dead show. I mean, mm-hmm. really? Not one of them's going to strip him of his wheelchair and take everything from him and stuff like that? True. No. True. No. I, 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 don't, I don't see that as making yeah. a whole lot of sense. So It would be very hard to survive. I mean, I've always said that I don't even think our kids would survive. Well, we've already talked about the fact that I wouldn't survive. I'd last True. 20 minutes. True. You're severely... Oh yeah, screwed. I am. <laughs> it's, it's a shame. I mean, I would, I would be like, "Where's, where's my cable? Where's my cable? <laughs> it was working before. Where's my cable? Yeah. I need someone here to fix it." Yes. Exactly. Yes. So that would be bad. Kim, did we have any listener comments? We th- do have a I couple. Think we did, didn't we? Yep. Mark LaVarnway said, Morgan cannot realistically go back to The Walking Dead. That show is about to go through a time jump. And when Morgan met up with the Fear Crew, they had just gone through a time jump. I'm afraid Morgan's time is up. He is too knock-kneed to survive much longer. (laughs) So that's an interesting point about the time jump. That's true. It doesn't mean that he can't go back, though. No. No, but I I, I think... I think we talked about it last week. It kind of seems like a cheap gimmick if he goes back to me. Yeah. I I just I I no, I think if he's if if he goes back then he has to go back with them. But, but that's just, what I think he's going to do. Well, but it makes it hard to do two shows then. I don't think they're going to do two shows for very much longer. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Emmeline Feltcamp said Always make friends with the person that you that can brew. Also, <laughs> I couldn't see Sarah without wanting to yell, Gotcha! But that was just the Parks and Rec fan in me. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that episode of Parks and Rec, but I know she was on it. Yeah. I think she was on several, wasn't she? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. So, I, I yeah, love that's her. Funny. She's hilarious. That's funny. I do have to go back to the knock-kneed comment from Mark, by the uh-huh. way. Uh-huh. Oh, Stuart and I just actually did notice that on this episode when he was really? walking down the street. Really? That's the first the time you noticed it? It really is. Oh my God. I've noticed it for like the last two years. Apparently we're the last ones to notice it. And it was very cute. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, actually I was happy to see him write that because I thought I was the, you know, I never mentioned it, but I was just like, maybe I'm not seeing that right. Maybe it's just me, but no. Mm-hmm. So Kim... Do we have any news items? We have a very big news item that what? I am stinking excited about. Okay. So excited. Brad Pitt's going to be on the show? <clears throat> Close. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Actually, Ryan Hurst from Sons of, Sons of Anarchy. Ah, uh, the scruffy guy. Yeah, the big, really tall guy. Yes. The giant, basically. He played Opie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy, so I know nothing uh, about I that show. I didn't either. Which I should probably watch because people keep telling me to do. But anyways, he's going to be on The Walking Dead now. He's been cast as Beta, which means we're going to see the Whisperers on The Walking Dead. Woo! That is and very I'm exciting. So excited. Except I don't know who the Whisperers are, but... So, the Whisperers, I'm not going to tell you too much. Yeah, please I'm just going to tell you what's already out in the media just because he's been cast as this person. But the Whispers are a group of people. Um, let's see, what can I say? Don't spoil it. I don't be a spoiler, okay, well, Kim. 
Anyways, okay, so they are a group of people that are probably one of the worst groups we've ever seen okay. so far. Let's leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. <clears throat> so Beta is one of the head guys of okay. the Whispers. Okay. And it is going to be amazing. There's been speculation that they might come on the show and then they might not. And so I'm excited to hear that they're confirming that the Whispers are coming. All right. Okay. So that's so, going to be awesome. All right. So we got a group that's even uglier than than uh, Negan's people. Totally. Okay. Totally worse. The coolest thing, though, is that they I worse have seen... than the than the Terminus folks. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I saw Ryan Hurst at Walker Stalker, probably last time and the one before that too, with all the Sons of Anarchy guys mm-hmm. and uh, with Ron Perlman and all those guys. And he, that dude is huge. Yeah. He's so tall. So it's gonna be really cool to see how they uh, interact with like Norman Reedus and those guys. Maybe so I'll it'll be cool. Who, they're bit. they're actually already friends too. So are they? In real life. Yeah, Norman's friends with everybody. He is. He is. He is. Especially every, if you ride every scruffy person out there, he's friends with. Mm-hmm. All so right. Super exciting news. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. So next week on Fear the Walking Dead, season four, episode twelve, week. Uh oh. June helps when Al's health deteriorates. Morgan searches for friends lost in the storm. That's so that doesn't really tell us a whole lot. Yes, it didn't tell us much other than I guess Al's getting and having a problem. There you go. We didn't. She didn't have anything before, so this will be a new thing. The storm probably hurt her. (gasps) Dun dun dun! No, not Al. She's too tough for that. I don't want to see Al vulnerable. I want to see Al badass. Oh, she'll be badass again. Don't you worry about a thing, chicken wing. All right. All right. So if you want to write to us about what you thought about this episode or the future episodes, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at fearmepodcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. Kim, did you call me a chicken wing? (laughs) I did. (laughs) Uh, Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.